I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Okay, Joshua, it's time to talk about the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland? No, Trump Tower. Duh. Why is Trump Tower so happy? Well, according to real estate agents, it's going to be so safe there once the Secret Service moves in and they're all over the place making sure that you, the Trump Tower person who's going to buy a $2.1 million condo, is safe. You have to love realtors. Got to. Because of their ability to take any negative and spin it as a positive. There are a couple of reasons why Trump Tower has become a fundamentally undesirable piece of real estate right now. And I should note, first of all, for people who who aren't in New York, Trump Tower is a mixed-use building. It has the giant gilded marble lobby on the bottom, and there's a bunch of retail attached to that. Then there are offices. Um, including the Trump Organization's own offices, but also office space that's rented out. And then at the top is condos. So Donald Trump owns his penthouse. The rest of it is condos that are owned by private buyers who bought them as long ago as in the 1980s when Trump developed the tower. It's right on Fifth Avenue in what is ordinarily an extremely busy retail shopping district. But thinks that it is now surrounded by security forces. It is such a nightmare to get up there. I was there having lunch with a hedge fund manager the other week who was like, this is terrible. I might have to move. That was a nice little brag about your fancy lunch with the hedge fund manager, Lynette. It's called a job. Up on Fifth Avenue. Obviously, it's, it's undesirable for, for retailers. Tiffany & Company has their flagship store right next to Trump Tower. And they have said they gave an earnings warning saying that the fact that their flagship store is such a pain to get to right now because of all the security is reducing sales, let alone the, the retailers that are actually inside Trump Tower. Right. The restaurants have been making a huge stink about it. It's been all over the New York Post because they're so concerned uh, about their lack of foot traffic. Now, to Tiffany's point, though, um, that brand has been pretty uncool for a while now. Maybe they're just trying to give their investors a little warning and say, hey, it's that it's not that nobody wants a heart charm bracelet anymore. It's that Donald Trump is ruining everything for us. My wedding ring is from Tiffany's, and I do not appreciate your insinuation that only basic people would shop at Tiffany's. Mm, I know you don't. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the matter of the office and the residential real estate. Right. And so Trump is going to get to rent probably a couple of floors of the office space to the Secret Service. And there will be some negotiation because the Secret Service actually has to pay him for the office space by law. He's not allowed to give it to them for free because I'm sure that's what Donald Trump would have wanted to do. Um, they have to pay him a market rent. But one difficult question is going to be what's a market rent now for office space in what is generally one of the most desired office districts in Manhattan. However, because of the security situation in and around the building, that makes the office space less desirable than it otherwise would be. One of the most prominent tenants in Trump Tower is the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, um, which is a quasi-state-owned bank. Now, ICBC, you might know it as. Yes, ICBC. They actually play a pretty high rate for their office in Trump Tower. If ICBC renegotiates their contract and they're not paying a market rate, which only God knows what it'll be. Yeah, I mean, the, the trouble with cal- with addressing that is that it's going to be basically Heisenberg's rental market. You can say, what's a market rent for this? But the fact that Donald Trump is president is a characteristic of the building. And the fact that his securities around the building is a characteristic of the building. So, you know, if people want to pay more to be in a building that's owned by Donald Trump, not just ICBC, but other tenants that either like the cachet or want to curry favor with Donald Trump, that prices into the market market rent. 
So it's going to be really difficult to look at that and say, are they, are they overpaying or not? On the other hand, you have all these people who don't want to be anywhere near the building, partly because they don't like the Trump brand. You saw these buildings that he didn't own, but that he licensed his name to have actually taken his name off the building because it was making it difficult to rent apartments in the building. And as you noted, some of these uh, realtors who are touting the security in Trump Tower have also lowered the prices for the condos they're selling because nobody wants to be in there. They say that's because of broader softness in the condo market. And oh, it's yeah, not specific. Yeah, yeah, to the building. Yeah, sure, sure, honey. Sure, sure. The rents for retail spaces uh, on Fifth Avenue in the 50s are really astounding. Like literally you're talking thousands of dollars a square foot sure. per year to rent these spaces. Now, to, to give you a comparison for what $1,000 or several thousand dollars a foot in rent means, really high-end office space in Manhattan, you might pay 150 a foot a year, 120 for a luxury residential apartment, you might pay sixty, seventy, eighty dollars a foot. So the rents that these retailers are paying are like fifty times as much per square foot as a Manhattan apartment might be. And so you can imagine how scared they are that they're not seeing the foot traffic that they used to see because you know there's security all over the place. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio has already told these people to go suck eggs because he doesn't give a crap about Gucci complaining that it doesn't have the foot traffic that it used to have. He is, however, concerned with the fact that the whole area around Trump Tower has become something of a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, and it's like the Abercrombie and Fitch flagship store is right there. It's a real tragedy if people can't get to the Abercrombie and Fitch flagship store. My question is, like, do you take the loss? Do you cut your losses and take the hit? Do you wait for things to calm down? Maybe this whole situation will normalize and people will forget how embarrassing and awkward it is to have to get bodies scanned or their bags checked or whatever when they walk into a restaurant and try to get a tuna fish sandwich. You know, there, there are always rules about if there's an act of God or various unforeseen circumstances happen, you can get out of a lease. So I wonder if some people are going to be trying to make a case that there has been this external force that has greatly changed the nature of the real estate and that they shouldn't have to pay on their lease anymore because it's not sustainable to do business in the location anymore. If they can't do that, maybe Melania will get her dream come true and she can go to Bergdorf and shop and there will be no one there but her. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 